This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Hello, friends, and welcome to another amazing wild adventure with Dave and Brandon. You are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can go listen to all the past episodes at MarkingOut.com. You can also check out Google Play and Stitcher Radio for all of your fun needs and listening pleasures. Go buy t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Also on Twitter, go follow at MarkinOut at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Also go follow Brandon at BTTG161. And like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. Brandon, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome as Always, you could also subscribe on iTunes, and this is episode number 298. <laughs> yes, and I am Dave, the rave, and I forgot all about that intro, too. Yeah, but and, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine, folks. We're yeah. only 298 weeks into it. Yeah, you can't expect perfection. I mean, it's not like we're at 300 or anything. Right, yeah, this doesn't... Nobody ever gets a 300. No. We're going to be on, like, 299, and then we're just going to end up stopping. We're just going to call quits. 299 is next week. It's just going to end in a cliffhanger. There's not going to be outro music or anything. It's just going to be like a sentence. Imagine if we like we like uh, do Marking Out 300 and don't release it until like Marking Out 400 comes around. And we'll just skip over next week's episode. We'll next, record next, something and not release next, it. Next week's episode is 299. Yeah, I mean like uh, Marking Out 300-wise. We should just keep on recording, marking out two ninety nine. Like every week is two ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. Kind of like Groundhog's Day. Let's just repeat the same stuff, dude. We'll cover the same results, the same Raw, same SmackDown. It would be pretty uh, non entertaining, but it's gonna be drilled into people's heads though that we see Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles versus no. I meant to say Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles and. John, no, not John Cena. <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins. I was like, like, why can't think of the Raw main event? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we are recording. We are having fun. It is Friday morning. Brandon, how was your week? It was good. How was uh? What did you do? Anything special? What did I do? He wants to know. Um, pretty much not that much. Not that much. Uh. Went out Saturday. Saturday was fun. Um, and not really much else. Not really much else. Been watching, uh, thank goodness, hockey season's back. We spoke about that last week, though. Yeah, uh, Yarmir Yager scoring the 750th career goal. There you go, Yager. That's a pretty big thing. Yeah. I thought he was going to go back to growing out his mullet. I thought he said he was going to do his mullet days again. Um, I don't know. We had the debate the other day. Wait, do you think he's going to pass Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky? 
No. I mean, Gordy Howe is not like an unreasonable number to catch up to, isn't it? Like eight hundred something, like a low eight hundred. Not too sure. What is uh, Yager at now? Seven fifty. Well, actually, fifty goals. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, if he could get thirty goals per season, but I'm I'm iffy about thirty goals per season with Yager. Yeah, well, definitely broke a record there, so. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the, he's a legend. I mean, especially his duo of back in the day with him and uh, Mario Lemieux. I mean, some of these tag, like the tag, like famous tag teams on the ice. You can't beat that. (laughs) Some of the famous tag teams on the ice. Yeah, famous duo for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, What else is going on? Basketball. Oh, yeah, the debate. Debate took place. <laughs> what do you possibly want to bring up about the debate? <laughs> not that much. Not that much at all. Not that much at all. It's like, uh, oh, the pro wrestling. <laughs> I mean, it is very much so on par with pro wrestling. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's funny and uh, interesting that WWE hasn't had any of the presidential candidates on the shows at all. Because mm-hmm. dating back to 2007... They had Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and John McCain. Yeah. And then in, I think in 2012, they had Mitt Romney and, I think they had Mitt Romney and Obama again. I'm not sure now. I don't know. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, deal with the issue at hand. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump have not referred to Donald as WWE Hall of Famer yet. Yeah, and why isn't he wearing his Hall of Fame ring? Right? Isn't that kind of messed up? I mean, he hasn't even made mention of anything about uh, shaving Vince McMahon's head. Yeah. I mean, nothing about his WrestleMania history. I I think that if he brought that up, that would definitely solidify the race for him. Yeah, absolutely. And she she should bring up, she should start calling herself Hellrod. Yeah. I think that it could definitely work. It makes you wonder why it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. That last uh, debate should have just been a steel cage match, though. Yeah. Or yeah, it should have been inside of a steel cage. Or it could be inside of a hell in a cell. Yeah, that could have been making history. They're all about uh-huh. making history these days. <laughs> With I hell mean, in a cell matches. Yeah, right? <laughs> so have you? did you do anything special this week? No, I didn't. No. My, I, I, yeah, I don't do anything, really. Uh, they announced the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. That's yeah, pretty but like, it's not really, like, it's not actually the nominees, right? It's just, what do you mean? Like, then they these people have to then be voted in, and then they become the nominees, right? No, I think these are the oh, nominees. Oh, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. That yeah, is the so nominee. they're voting amongst these people. Yeah, you're right. So they did announce the nominees. Yeah, it'll among, be... Uh-huh. Among, among those are uh, now 10-time nominee Sheik that, that I saw the other week. Yeah, you got the Cars. Um, who else? Pearl Jam is up there. The Zombies. Zombies. The Cars were on that list? I think so. I think the Cars were on there. I don't think so. I don't remember them being on there. I'm almost positive the Cars were on the list that you sent me. Maybe. I know Yes was. Mm-hmm. Um... A few others, right? Tupac. Yeah. 
Makitaki Tupac, Makitaki X Pac. Janet Jackson. Yeah. But uh, I of oh yeah. uh, Journey, of course. Oh yeah, Journey. But of all these, I want the zombies to go in so bad. Yeah, I agree. But I it sucks. It, it really sucks because I would have rather if they're if they're getting into the Hall of Fame, that's a Hall of Fame I would rather go to than what you did. Well, no, not to say I, I didn't not I didn't enjoy the Hall of Fame that I went to. It's just I want to see the zombies again, and they're playing at Town Hall in New York City, but I don't prefer to go to that venue. So, mm-hmm. not a favorite venue of mine. Yeah. So I'm just not gonna go see them. Now, what's your take? You agree? You th- not yeah, agree? No, I I you think. think uh, well, should I no, no. Answer or? answer the question before I ask the question. <laughs> I think music is music. It's a music hall of fame. It's the rock and roll hall of fame covers a wide range of thing. It's not genre specific. And that's where I disagree. I feel like it's the rock and roll hall of fame for a reason. It's, it's not, called because rock, rock and roll. It's not the music rock and roll inspires so many things. Uh, yeah, so I can see the relation of jazz and stuff like that, but, no, but even rap, rap, rap samples so much rock. I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think at, that I don't think that it's no, in the same. It should be in the wrong. same Hall of Fame. You're wrong. And Janet Jackson. I don't. I mean, I don't know how to defend that, but okay, thank you. But it's at not least. like, but like, it's not. Is Madonna in there? Yeah. Is she? Yeah. So uh, it's like it's it's yeah she was predominantly pop music but what is pop music once it's not pop? It's it's like, old. It's got to be something. Pop, then it's classic. <laughs> classic what? Pop is, pop is popular. Yeah, but like then you look at other people like I don't know I don't know who else to like just randomly throw out and be like oh was this person? I just feel like you can't put them in the same category as the Who, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, all of these other great. Uh, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, all these great but rock and Johnny roll. Johnny Cash wasn't rock and roll? Well, rock. What? Well, he wasn't rock. He was country. But even still, he... All he of what? that. He I what? He what? He, he's eating his words right now? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I wanted to stick to Elvis Presley. So, bam roasted. Because now you realize, or now you at least you should realize, that music is a lot more than just... He and played rock a guitar. And roll is a lot more than just rock and roll. I no, but I still don't think rap deserves to be in there. You're wrong, dude. You're totally wrong on that. Dude, they don't play their own instruments. Some do. Jay Z, I see his concerts. His he plays his own instruments. Not him personally, but <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't agree with it. You're incorrect, man. I don't think that there is. I don't think they should be on the same stage as those other legends. It's not like David Guetta is getting inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet, dude. Yet, no, he's. There's no way. In dude, 30 years you just wait. Now, in in twenty five to fifty years, when we're talking about this, and Justin Bieber gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I want to hear what you say. But that's like a thing that could happen. Yeah, I mean, it, he was on top of the world. He like. Picture, put him... It's not rock and roll. Well, actually, yeah, it's not rock and <laughs> Yeah, we'll wait, this, we'll wait then, and we'll, then we'll revisit this conversation. You can tell me again how they deserve to be in the same uh, Hall of it's Fame. It's not... But you're, like, you're discrediting artists of music that, like... So then have a musical Hall of Fame, a music Hall of Fame. That's what this is. Just no, because this it's is by title... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll, it, it's... 
It's a feeling. No. Yes. Just because something inspired something else doesn't mean that 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 thing that was inspired deserves to be in that Hall of Fame. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not like Beethoven or anything's in the Hall of Fame, but... Exactly. These people were inspired by Beethoven and Mozart at times. Mozart? Yeah. (laughs) Who says Mozart? I don't know. People. You mean Mozart? Yes. Stuff like that. I don't know, man. I I disagree with you on that, so... Yeah. But, agree to disagree. And ProWrestlingTees.com... You already Mark said now. that. You literally yeah, already said that. But it's yeah. episode 298. What do we know? Man, what do we know? <laughs> That's point. But let's talk about some uh, good old sports entertainment and get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. How did that come about? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not too sure. It was a long time ago. Me and my brother Kyle here, we was hitchhiking. Yeah? <laughs> That's it. Your brother, Kyle Brad? Whenever somebody says, it was a long time ago. No, what was what line did you say? I don't know. I don't even remember now. <laughs> That's so now weird. I don't know what you're talking about. Tenacious D. That's what it was. Oh. For tribute. Gotcha. A long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here, we was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road word word yeah so kevin owens and chris jericho opened up monday night raw to speak about hell in a cell and uh seth rollins came out and made fun of them and then jericho was like i could face you whenever and wherever and i could beat you anywhere and anytime you want and then jericho made kevin owens leave ringside so he couldn't yeah. interfere in the match. Yeah, and then it went into that first match that you just mentioned. Uh, Seth Rollins picking up the victory over uh, Chris Jericho. During the match, Kevin Owens did make his presence felt as he caused a distraction for uh, Seth Rollins. But it was an unsuccessful distraction as well, Rollins picked up that victory. Yeah. Um, I was just I, – I just hope for more. When I see Rollins versus Jericho, um, yeah, I understand like it where wasn't, you're coming from. It wasn't a bad match or anything, but it's just I want so much more when I see stuff like this. Yeah, it wasn't a bad match. I mean, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was a good opener. That I think wasn't, it was a good opener. It got the crowd like uh, I was. I was just. I wasn't uh, so impressed. I wasn't. It did. It didn't do it for me. No. No. All right. Sounds good. But after that, we went to a pre-taped interview of Lita interviewing Charlotte, which I don't understand how it's a pre-taped interview. How do you not reshoot everything? Like, Charlotte Charlotte goes... Oh, like if there's a mistake? Not even a mistake. Like, just, like, listen to what they're saying and then realize that it's not good. Charlotte goes, mm-hmm. I'm the best female or male superstar in WWE. What does that mean? You're the best male superstar in WWE? Like... You, you could have just said that you are the best on the roster. Yeah. And you would have covered that. Like... 
and instead she makes it sound like she's also male. Yeah. I don't understand how WWE doesn't catch stuff like that and be like, oh, we need to reshoot this. Maybe they don't want to hurt her feelings or hurt daddy's feelings. Yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, does he even know? I have no idea. You should Dude, you blew your shot. <laughs> I could you totally never. blew your I, shot. I could never do that. Why not? Worst thing that happens is he lays the smackdown on you. Get but you over think you're here. Yeah, Just right. keep a shout out, marking out. Marking out podcast. Markingout.com, world star, markingout.com. Yeah. That's all you have to do. That's all. Like, literally, in my head, all I picture was like, oh, somebody's about to record this for TMZ. You should have. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> That's not good publicity. I mean, all publicity, I guess, would be good publicity, but... That's true. We would have tons of people, tons of Charlotte fans defending... Uh, as always. ...herself to us, and we don't even know them. I know. But, and telling us how she's uh, better than Sasha Banks. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but later on, Lita interviewed Sasha Banks and uh, whatever, nothing. She said she's going to make history, whatever. Yeah, nothing more to take home from that. Yeah. At all. Uh, up next, we got Mark Henry and Golden Truth defeating the Shining Stars and Titus O'Neil. Uh, which was just a huge waste of time. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that they got Mark Henry back on TV, though. In a spot that I... No, no, no. We're it, not happy it was it. it was somewhat based on a backstage segment with fake watches and Mark Henry not liking them from Shining Stars. So yeah. I guess Shining Stars are now selling fake watches and not timeshares? I'm very confused by this and I, I don't understand what they're really doing with shiny stars no i guess they're just mid card like low mid card wrestlers now forever i mean so is golden truth yeah that's true that's very true uh, uh next up you had big e alongside with at ringside kofi and woods Picked up the victory over Sheamus while Cesaro was uh, using his good old FaceTime live stream. Facebook live. How old are you? 70? Oh, what, what did I say? FaceTime? You're using the FaceTime live to go on yeah. the book of Face on the well, MySpace. Sometimes, sometimes I say the Facebook. Yeah, it's weird. Well, that's because that's what it originally was. It was called the Facebook? Yeah, the URL was thefacebook.com. And you were old enough and had a Facebook at that time? Uh, I, I got on a little bit late. I mean, I got on my, so, I think it was my soft, my junior year of college. I, I got think. on Facebook before you. Probably. I was invited by high school. <laughs> really? I, was, I was in high school, but like, it's funny. No, cause I, must that have, was... I must have been on before you. I think I got on only when colleges were allowed on. Yeah, me too. How were you invited by high school? I have no idea. My, my, <laughs> our cousin was on Facebook, and she was on. She got invited by someone in college. I, I don't know how you were only allowed on with the college thing, but I somehow I got on, so I used it. All right. And I had my Facebook since like two thousand six, five. So all right, that works. But yeah, Cesaro live-streamed it, which I thought it would have been awesome if uh, Xavier Woods also did that, because we've seen him 
do that in the past? Yeah. Kind of like, I oh, think that would well, look at that. He's live streaming. Look at this. I could live stream too. Look at this. I'm live streaming. Yeah. But, uh, and Seamus. Kind of like a, kind of like The Rock and Kevin Hart. How they had their, uh, yeah, together. Yeah, you could say that. Similar to that. It's just crazy that Kevin Hart's the highest paid comedian. And The Rock is the, and, and The Rock is the highest paid actor. I don't think it's too crazy. Well, no, it's crazy that it's like, they're on top of the industry. Yeah. Well, The Rock has been the highest paid action actor for a while now, I believe. Yeah, I think... I mean, who knows if that's actually a true statistic? Is it? Well, it's not WWE. It's not WWE saying it, so I believe it. I don't know if i buy it, but I mean, I would buy it. I know Kevin Hart knocked Jerry Seinfeld out as number one this year. Why is Seinfeld number one? What does he do? He just does right the rioting cars yeah. and stuff. But he just like I guess he stand up from time to time, and residuals from Seinfeld. I'm sure he makes tons of money off of that. Yeah, but I feel like that can't be considered as modern day. Yeah, uh, abs- why, absolutely. But I mean, I like how can you compare? Uh, like in five years, you have the next comedian, big comedian, bigger than Kevin Hart. Yet, Jerry Seinfeld is going to be still in the top two because of Seinfeld reruns. Because that's how we I make I don't feel like that's... that's a, are you kidding me? That's how they make money. Yeah, but... That's I how they become that. the highest paid comedian or whatever. I don't know. I assume. I don't know. But Seinfeld sells to... out shows left and right. Whenever he puts a show on sale, it sells out instantly. How many shows do you think he does a year? I don't know. Well, I mean... Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, have, I can't put a number on it. I know he has that residency at the Beacon, which I was. I couldn't get any ticket to. Oh really? I couldn't get a single ticket to Jerry Seinfeld at the Beacon Theater. That was twelve different shows. Couldn't get one. I don't know if I would be interested in seeing him. I don't think I would. I used to not be a fan, like a bigger fan of Seinfeld, but it's well, Seinfeld. I like-, I like Seinfeld so. I like, I like Kirby show, enthusiasm. but I don't know if I like his comedy uh, aspect. I, well, his comedy, his live comedy stand-up, the, the dryness. That it's, a, I, it's I like, like a clean TV comic? Well, I mean, the TV show is, uh, is dry. What is that? Know. You're playing... Let me put that down. No, I was curious to see if there was any Pokemon local. So you're playing <laughs> Pokemon? No. David, people don't play Pokemon Go anymore. I know, I'm trying to... Get I'm trying to get all the kids in the neighborhood to come out and play with me. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta dress. You have to dress up like a clown to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Which it's, is it's, this clown thing is getting even more weird. Why? There's more. The I haven't heard approaching. About it. Huh? I haven't heard about it in weeks. Really? I keep on seeing stuff pop up on uh, Facebook now that there are, uh, like, I guess there's something with the clowns in the movie The Purge. And how they're going to have, like, a clown night? I don't know. It's It just looks all weird. It's What would you do if you walk down uh, where you're at and you see a clown at the end of your street? What would you do? On Halloween or just, uh, like, in real life? Let's go with not on Halloween. Tonight or tomorrow, you do that. What would you do? Um, charge at them and attack them? No, because 
I wouldn't be like how close am I to the clown? Down the street. But you see him like with balloons laughing. Yeah, Holy. I don't think I would do any I would probably I don't know. I would probably run upstairs and tell my brother that I see. <laughs> 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 and then we would look at our security cam footage or whatever. Yeah, it's so weird, like, all this cloud stuff now. And then, uh, I they have that would you call the police? I don't, I, yeah, you would, ha I guess you would call the police this day and age. Hello? There's a guy dressed as a clown at the end of my walk? <laughs> it's just weird. Oh, and then did you see in the news about this guy that uh, apparently killed someone high up in the Hell's Angels? I saw the Hell's Angels were trending. Yeah, that guy is in a lot of trouble. I would not want to be, have any beef or anything like that with the Hell's Angels. You say beef? But if they're, if they're listening, I mean, hey, what's up? Hey, we love the Hell's Angels. We support you guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're a proud sponsor of our show. We we were always fans of DOA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, we yeah. Had... So Seamus got distracted in that, just like Dave yeah. got distracted in that, which uh, which allowed uh, Big E to pick up the victory there. I like yeah, next... Cesaro. Like ripped, uh, not Cesaro. Seamus ripped Cesaro's phone out of his hand, like threw it to the ground. And I'm like, whoa, bro, what the heck? It's like, how are you going to throw somebody's phone like that? Which I wonder, yeah. do, do you think that's like legit Cesaro's cell phone? Or do you think it was no, like a I, WWE I, employee? Yeah, it would, it's definitely someone's from WWE. There's no way that anyone would, like, it wouldn't even be a huge storyline, you know? But, what do you mean? Like, it, it wouldn't be worth it. There's no, there's no, it's not worth it. Break, cracking your own phone. Oh, the phone didn't break or anything. Yeah, but even still, the risk of it, it's not worth it. I mean, if it was in a case, I don't see how there's You never is. know. I'm not risking it. If you have but, a phone case that's, like, shatterproof, and your phone shouldn't break. I'm still not break, risking it. Uh-uh. Do you have a shatterproof case? I don't know. I have a case. Well, if it's a shatterproof case, I'll introduce it to the otter, I don't have one of those otter boxes and stuff. Otter boxes. Otter box. Speaking yeah. of otter boxes, uh, Bo Dallas had a match and uh, defeated Neville. Yeah. With, uh, Curtis Axel ringside with him. And then post match, while Curtis Axel got on that turnbuckle, just to, just to celebrate, just to, just to celebrate the victory of Bo Dallas. Yeah, he just attacked him. So consider the social outcasts officially done. Yeah, social outcasts are officially over. What do you think about this side of Bo Dallas, though? I mean, this little mean streak. I'm not saying that I'm flip-flopping, though. But <laughs> As in what? Well, what does that mean? You're not. Well, how originally I was just saying I don't like him. I don't think he, anything's going to happen with him. What do you think? It's interesting. It's interesting. Do you think it could go anywhere? I guess we'll see next week on Monday Night Raw should be Axel versus Bo. I don't know. I agree. I don't know where it goes from there, though. I agree. So. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it, I guess. I've definitely flipped with Bo Dallas big time. Mm hmm. Where, like, now I want to see him succeed and 
wrestle in WWE. I feel like when he was an NXT champion, we didn't really like have a chance to get to know him or care for him. Yeah, I but can see that. Up next, we saw Dana Brooke defeat Bailey, which I'm okay with. I really don't think that the, I think like Bailey is Bailey. I don't want to say uh, fall, like fallen or anything, but no, but she did because WWE doesn't push people properly because they just want to focus on Sasha and Charlotte. That's you, there's yeah, no. But where could have you pushed Bailey as compared to Sasha up there? But then you're in the tri- uh, triple threat match with them, and that's perfectly fine. Bailey should 100% have been in that match. How many matches could we have? Sorry, she should have been in that match. But how many triple threat matches could we have potentially? I mean, we were just talking last week or two weeks ago about in every title scene, it's like, oh, have this match, and potentially you can make this a triple threat match now. Yeah, well, I mean, especially with the women these days, but still, it's just she should have been in that match. 100%, she should have been in that match. Dana Brooke could have been ringside somehow, but like yeah, that's like we I just there's just been nothing. To, I still think that they dropped the ball with this entire Dana Brooke thing with how she hits Charlotte, and now yeah, with, that's just they're just she, her with Bailey because they had nothing else to do. It makes no sense. It does. It none, none of that makes any sense. But that's WWE for you. So yeah. Up next, we saw Braun Strowman defeat the Mile High Trio. Sounds like a jazz band from Denver. (laughs) From Denver, Colorado. They were like, oh, let's come up with a clever name. Or do you think those people really call the Mile High Trio? I think that's actually a pretty cool name. No, but do you think that was like, do you think that's what they were really called? Or do you think that was just like WWE's doing? No, I think that's WWE's doing. So, of course, Braun Strowman ate them. Yeah, Braun Strowman is a beast to be reckoned with. I'm a huge fan of this match, too. I mean, it's very Ryback in a way. But after the match, Sami Zayn came on out. and Yeah, got after Braun Strowman demanded real competition from Mick Foley. Yeah. And I guess Sami Zayn and Neville are officially done. Neville. What do you mean? I oh, wanted to see them team? tagging up. Yeah, no. I don't know. I, I was fine with not seeing them team up again. I mean, let's face it. They're both great singles wrestlers. Right. But I wanted so, to see them tag. Well, sorry, Brandy. You can't always get what you want. But, yeah, so Sami Zayn was like, oh, because nobody's going to shut you up, so I'll do it. And then yeah. didn't do it, so... Yeah, Braun Strowman completely launched Sami Zayn across that ring when he gave him a a very stiff shove. But I was a big fan of this segment. It'll be interesting to see this, I guess, because, I mean, Braun Strowman's so big. So it's definitely one of Zayn's biggest opponents. Yeah. I don't know if El Generico ever had anyone this big, so. Um, in size-wise... As opposed to maybe, what? Maybe Luke Harper when yeah, they first, but not when they even. first came up. I mean, but... like, Strowman, Strowman's like a, a different 
type of big. Yeah, he's like a, a strong man big. Like I mean, one of the well, strong I mean, man he, competitions. Like, is that a joke? What do you mean? No. Because, <laughs> like, he was. Yeah, I know that he was. But so like, it's like, that's, that's why like, he's like that. Huh? Well, of course he'd be like that. He used to. Yeah. But. Uh, next up, you had good old uh, Lana and Rusev out in the ring. Cutting, doing a, the... cutting a promo about family, and then they showed a bunch of Rusev's family. Yeah. Included that, oh, that awfully ugly looking dog. <laughs> like that dog that looks kind of like Spuds McKenzie, but not. Yeah. How do you have a dog like that? And the dog, the face was so gigantic; it looked like a horse. I I don't get it. Oof. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I don't get it. But hey, man, if you if you ever hear listen to this, I never said anything about your dog. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, so Roman Reigns came out, and Rusev ended up getting the upper hand and uh, locked in the accolade on the steel steps inside the ring, which, to me, does no damage because Roman Reigns was laying on the steps diagonally to Rusev. So Rusev, all the pressure's, like, off of Reigns. Yeah, it was kind of one of those spots where you're just like, eh, that doesn't it, work. It's like one of those spots where it's like, oh, well, that just doesn't make sense. It just, it just makes us stupid. Make, like, WWE's like, oh, they're stupid. They won't know. Let's do the accolade. Let's do the accolade. doing it on the chair, on the steel steps. That has to be a lot more painful. Yeah, that's why they do it. Let's let's do so. the accolade on the announce table. They they'll, they won't know that it does nothing. There's no damage. Different. I don't think so, David. A hundred percent. It wouldn't do like they that wouldn't use this. They wouldn't use the steel steps if it wasn't supposed to give more of a damage, more more damage done. Yeah. Think about that. There's no way you could think that. What your thoughts were? I don't know. There's no I, way. You're brainwashed, man. You're brainwashed into thinking nothing. (laughs) Well, talking about brainwashing, Big Cass, uh, alongside with Enzo, Enzo supporting his buddy, picked up the victory over Carl Anderson. Alongside Uh, uh, Luke Gallows supporting his buddy. Yep, yep. Good old (laughs) Luke out there supporting his good brother. Um, It's about time Cass and Enzo get into that victory column again. It's been a while. Yeah, but what's like? What more can we actually say about this feud? What more nothing, can we say about this? Feud? It's like nothing's happening here. They're feuding uh, over nothing. I, I say that there, you don't always need a title for a feud. Yeah, like, you say that a lot. But like nothing is happening with this. This match was like what two minutes? There's, um. Yeah. There's nothing. What do you get accomplished in that in amount of time? It's like Bailey and Dana. What do you accomplish? Nothing. Yeah. She attacks Bailey last week. Now they have a match for two minutes. Mm-hmm. That does nothing. Yeah. But the main event of the evening took place. We saw the Brian Kendrick teaming up with Drew Gulak. Gulak. Nice. I was gonna point point out that JoJo. I think almost said Drew Galloway. Really? I it sound like it sounded like Maybe. she said Drew Gallak. He's one person that I cannot I cannot wait and I so hope that he gets brought back at some point soon. 
did wonders for gender. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Brian Kendrick teamed up with Drew Gulak and Tony Nese to take on and defeat Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan, and the cruiserweight champion TJ Perkins. Uh, and it's really it's matches like this that give me joy to watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Like sometimes Raw is really good to me, but sometimes there's just one or two good things about it. And I thought mm-hmm. this was one of the good things about Monday Night Raw this week. Yeah, I agree. I felt that this match was a ton of fun to watch. Yeah, I don't understand how people don't like this cruiserweight division. I, I haven't seen anybody... Somebody wrote to us and they said, oh, it's gonna, it's just going to be boring like it is every week, which I... like. You know, I haven't seen it as boring. People I, are entitled to their opinions, but I just... Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm I was a big fan of... If I think that right Nissan Gulak or do are doing a great job as heels. Maybe we're biased because we know. Like, we well, I mean, but even still, Nissan Gulak have been doing great as heels, and they're all putting on uh, really nice matches. Yeah, which I mean, backstage news with a Z, Vince McMahon is uh is really behind Tony Nese and really into Nese. So yeah, I was a big fan of how when uh, uh, Kendrick locked in the bully choke. That was that. It, what was that? Not the bully chalk though. Yeah, it is definitely they, they the name of it. The captain's hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just. Okay. Yeah, that, I like that they, spot too. Maybe they don't want to use the word choke. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe they don't want to use the word choke, so they changed it. So now, what is it? The pirate's hook? No, captain's hook. Captain's hook. So maybe yeah, they probably didn't want to use the word choke in there. I would imagine. What's What's but, Big Show doing here with the the captain's claw? Yeah, the Captain but, Bomb. But during this, I like that Tony East was holding on to TJP's uh, foot, preventing him from getting into the ring. What I like even more from that is the fact that Nice had just done a move on the other side of the ring. Yeah, I was gonna say opposite side, <laughs> so I said other side. So he just did something on the other side of the ring and then went all the way around to prevent TJP from getting into that, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Rich Swan tapped out, and Brian Kendrick won the match. So Tony Nese, again, has got a win on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and I, I, I just don't understand the criticism. From I mean, like you said, I respect the opinions, but I don't understand the criticism because you have a lot of people that we want something new. We want something fresh. We want different. We want, yo, sign Swan, sign Gulak, sign these guys. Yet once you're giving that, everybody's up in arms. They're like, oh, well. This is not what I expected. This isn't what I want. Why are they not doing this and that? And it's like, what did you... This is exactly what they were doing on the Indies. What... Am I missing something? It's really interesting, too. It's like, for the fact that it is what they were doing on the Indies. And it's like, it's not... I mean, some of it's watered down, but not at all close to watered down as that we've seen stuff in the past with that. No, I mean, and, okay, and like, they come in with their, with their actual names and stuff, which is like yeah. super strange that low key, this is the environment that low key would have strived in. Yeah. As opposed to where they were like trying yeah, to water. They, they struggled. They absolutely struggled with low key. Yeah. I think that this is the environment that he would have been great in, but and, and, and had you're seeing like, I mean, back then, his double foot stomp was kind of, like, taboo-ish. But now we're seeing it done by so many wrestlers, and we're seeing these wrestlers. I mean, it's Balor's finisher. for. <laughs> yeah, it's Balor's finisher. But even so, in this cruiserweight division, we're seeing them doing so many um, extreme 
uh, aerial moves that we aren't used to seeing on WWE television. Like back then, it was really only Evan Bourne that was allowed to do it because rumor has it that he did it multiple, multiple times in the wrestling ring to convince them that he could perform the shooting star press. And now these guys are all doing them. So, and it's super strange that like how things work out with like uh, like name wise and stuff with WWE because it's like Nakamura came in and he's still Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah. but a guy like Fergal Devitt comes in, Prince Devitt comes in, and they change it to Finn Balor. Yeah, but like Tony Nese is Tony Nese, Rich Swan's Rich Swan. So it's cool that like they're, these guys are keeping their names. Samoa Joe was Samoa Joe. That was crazy. Eric Young, Bobby Roode. Yeah. You got a lot more guys coming in these days. And like I, like not to say CM Punk paved that way because, I mean, he did damage for that, I think. Yeah. I agree. So it's cool that we have guys coming in for that tournament that weren't really – that didn't have different names. They came in, they were allowed to use their names and are allowed to still use their names. Yeah, I think that I think that the benefit outweighs the uh, the legal trouble and whatever else that may happen. Like, I think that it's way more beneficial to allow someone to maintain their name as opposed to switching it over. Especially these guys that, not like Finn Balor and people like that that made it big in Japan, but the people like... Cedric Alexander, that, yeah, he was on Ring of Honor, but some may still not be aware of on a global basis. So I think maintaining this name, it's important because then people could go on Google and be like, oh, okay, now I get it. So <laughs> Now I get it. Yeah, now now I see what this guy has done, and I like it. Yeah. So, um, Which, if you haven't watched any of the outside of WWE stuff with any of these talents, go watch. You have to. Yeah, I mean, we've been a huge supporter of Tony Nese, Drew Gulak for a long time, but I mean, it's nothing to take away from the other ones, and you should definitely check out like Cedric Alexander Swan. Alexander had so many awesome matches in Ring of Honor. Swan with PWG, uh, TJP. You can see with like as Manic and TNA. Like he's even though he's <laughs> TNA. See him in TNA. Yeah, but he's well, still I mean, you you have to good matches there. It depends on which version of exactly. Like he still Suicide. had good matches. Suicide and Manic and then TJ yeah. Perkins and also and then Kendrick. I mean Kendrick just you you have so much that you have the potential to watch. The yeah, guy's been around have, the block multiple times. Yeah, you have Independent, you have WWE. Yeah. So check it out. But uh, the big thing this Monday Night Raw that took place um, earlier in the night, Paul Heyman cut a promo begging Goldberg not to accept, basically, or something like that. Just basically, he's trying to say that Brock Lesnar's one person that he hasn't actually defeated yet was Goldberg, but yeah. don't anger Brock Lesnar and just don't accept it or something with some stupid promo, whatever. And yeah. uh, then you had Goldberg. Goldberg made his return after 12 years to WWE on Monday Night Raw, and fans in the... Wrestlers themselves were going bonkers. Mm -hmm. um, what'd you think up and down from the start? What'd you think of the entrance? From the entrance, honestly, Brandon, Brandon, I, I didn't care. I really didn't care. I mean, okay, given the fact I don't watch live, 
But while I'm also doing work, I do have the Twitter feed and also I have you uh, informing me here and there what's going on. And I wasn't into it. I didn't care. I was just like, oh, it's Goldberg. And then it was the Goldberg entrance. I'm like, I don't I, I don't care. I get it. You're, you're doing what he always did. You're really hyping up the video game more than anything. But that, that – Entrance, it, it didn't, like the backstage from backstage to dude i got front. i had no zero zero chills zero i no, i, I popped for it but yeah I had the back, but the backstage the very first part i did not get with all the like the whole roster standing there cheering him on as if it's I, like i did go see out little, there kid you're doing it one more time i saw a video or whatever of uh big e during that and i thought that was pretty hilarious his face when Goldberg walked by him was pretty funny. And someone randomly, I don't know who it was, was holding up a Cesaro shirt. <laughs> I couldn't tell who it was, but it was like so weird. And it's just like that's that segment there where Paul London would have been smiling. Yeah. Absolutely. But, well, I mean, not that he, he was, I guess, would have been allowed to have smiled there. I'm really surprised that you like popped for this. For the Goldberg entrance. Not not that first part. That first yeah, part made no sense. Yeah, but even for the entrance, I mean... I, it was, yeah, because I, I like Goldberg. I don't know. I got to see Goldberg right up and literally like I don't know a foot away from me. I guess when I, was, I don't. When maybe I, was I don't care that much. When I went to that night show, he was literally right in front of me, walking to where he had to get for his entrance. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I don't know. I mean, maybe when, I just don't care that yeah, much anymore. When, when the security guard knocked over a kid. Nice. Because, I mean, you had, how do you, like, go through the Nassau Coliseum, like, the like the corridors and just, like, expect fans to not run all over the place? Like, why wouldn't you have Goldberg dress up or something? Yeah. So he couldn't be – he could be less recognizable. I mean, come on. Boogeyman has it down pat. Nobody ever <laughs> attacks him. Yeah. Well, not attack him, but – Well, no, come up to him. Yeah, yeah, like nobody's you're coming at, up to him without the mask. Either, like, but, like yeah. you're at you're at WCW Nitro. Fans were obviously it's Goldberg. Like, how you're not going to try and run up and try to get like a picture, or, like a, a high five? Oh, I would definitely have done it. But security was like pushing him and like knocking kids over and stuff. So, ah, uh, I was just online to get some food. I remember that. Yeah, but I, it sticks with me. I was like, like that. I feel like it's so weird because like. It's like it's an environment where you should expect something like that. Well, mm-hmm. not necessarily should, but you could expect something like that. But I don't. I never had a, an, an, a, an experience like that at like a WWE event mm-hmm. where like they've been right in front of me like that. Yeah. The only other time that I could uh, equate it to is uh, going to see Paul McCartney at at City Field that first time, and afterwards we like went where we weren't supposed to, I think, and ended up inside the parking lot around by the stage mm-hmm. and uh paul mccartney was just there on his bus driving by and like waving i was like what is happening right i now? remember you told me about that and it's just like that like that reminds me of that goldberg thing where it's just like you don't expect that and it's just the weirdest thing mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah so goldberg's back he accepted brock lesnar's challenge and then randomly held up some kids from the audience yeah, <laughs> including his own son, but which is cool for him and his, I guess, wife to see them for the first time. To see Goldberg in action like that in a WWE ring. Yeah, good for them. Not good for me. 
and and I'm uh, I'm on the same page with Goldberg and dabbing, so that's a good thing. Nah, that trend should stop. Yeah, dabbing Please. is dumb. Dabbing is so stupid. It's for losers. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't dab. Don't dab. Friends don't let friends dab. But all right, let's. Right, we're good with Raw. So let's get on to some smacketh down. Kicked off with uh, good old Randy Orton. Speaking about Bray Wyatt, who then appeared on the Titantron inside of a casket. Yeah. Which he goes, he's here. And then Luke Harper came out, and of course, you had to know Luke Harper was losing. Mm-hmm. Regardless, which is one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out that it was Bray Wyatt's doing or not. Uh, but Randy Orton defeated Luke Harper via disqualification. And um, Bray Wyatt ended up coming out during the match inside the casket mm-hmm. to try and distract Randy Orton, but that didn't work. Yeah. And then uh, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt tried to throw Randy Orton into the casket only to have the casket open and Kane come out. <sighs> So Kanan and Orton fought the Wyatts, but then the lights went out and the Wyatt family disappeared. Yeah. I I don't know. I I really don't like this involvement of Kane. I don't like I don't like the I don't like any of this direction. I wish that they would just take Bray Wyatt and put him in the title scene already. Or get like just get break him away from Orton. And I thought that commentary really pissed me off. On SmackDown, really, really pissed me off. How so? They're just a bunch of the stuff that they were saying, but like during this, they had zero idea what Bray Wyatt having a casket could possibly mean. Like, yeah. obviously, come on, why would Bray Wyatt have why would Bray Wyatt have a casket if he's not going to challenge Orton to a casket match or something? Yeah, I know. I need to kill the Legend Killer. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. So, which hopefully Bray Wyatt says that. Something like that. I need to kill the legend killer. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. But up next, we saw Alexa Bliss defeat Naomi, which I have to say, thank goodness. I agree. Which uh, I have to say, enjoyed this match. It wasn't a short match, which you would have expected. Well, the one thing I do not enjoy, I don't know if you'll agree with me, I think it is an awful move set. It is stupid. It is, it is completely. Uh, it's just totally fake. I mean, beyond fake. It's like you try to lose yourself and engross yourself with pro wrestling. You're trying to like lose that sense of reality. Be like, okay, they just slammed each other. Yada yada yada. But there is no re- way that you can buy this. Her rapid kicks. Yeah, I've been saying that. Those rapid kicks that Naomi does. That. You can't sell that. That's I, I, I hate those kicks. And the other thing that I hate is that, well, whatever. When she takes the people by the, the neck with her feet and tosses them into her butt. Yeah. But those kicks, I absolutely hate those kicks. I'm, I hate, I can't stand it. Please. Yeah, no, those kicks, th- those kicks make no sense because you could be, I don't know, who's the best seller? You could be Dolph Ziggler or not. You can't sell that. There's no way. No, it's awful. It's it just, totally awful. It, there's no like impact there, whatever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. None but, of it. 
But Bliss picked up the victory, so she proved that she's good. Not yeah. to say Naomi doesn't prove it, but storyline-wise, Alexa Bliss gets to prove that she's good. Yeah, that she's still good, considering that she's been on a, not a losing streak, but she hasn't picked up the victory uh, recently, it seems. Which so. would sound like a losing streak? Yeah, some would say. But up but, next, uh, Kurt Hawkins was supposed to wrestle. Came out for his match against Apollo Cruz, And uh, Apollo Cruz hit Kurt Hawkins before the match. Kind of like a cheap shot. And caused Kurt Hawkins to be like, you know what? I'm out. Peace. And yeah. So, it's, I mean, it is kind of turning into some Brodus Clay, but... Are you okay not. with this? I mean, I, I, I'm I, torn on this. I spoke to Chris, and Chris was saying that he feels how it's okay. He loves it because they're building up a new, um, a big heel for SmackDown to have. Yeah, which but they, they just—they really literally just did this with Eva Marie. So, yeah, did that just like blow your mind. No, no. Like next week. Hawkins is going to come out and have like a wardrobe malfunction. I can't wait for her to be back. It doesn't make like even down to the entrance is all Eva Marie. Mm. I mean, yes, it's Brian introducing himself, but still. Yeah. It's, it's completely this, basically the same exact thing as Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. So whenever, I don't mean, I'm all I'm all for it because it's him on television again. Mm-hmm. But I want to actually see him wrestle. I want to see the upside down frown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so whenever that happens to be, I'm looking forward to it. It's a shame he's not in NXT, so I could see him at the Garden. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that would be cool. Up next, we saw Carmella cutting a promo on Nikki Bella. Saying that the only reason why Nikki gets away with stuff in WWE and is where she is in WWE is because of John Cena. Um, how do you feel about that? I, you know, I don't know. I got no words. Well, do you think she is just because of John Cena? Uh, yes and no. I do feel like she has improved a lot. We've said before. We've said that they're actually pretty good in the ring uh, as as compared to what they were before they took that little break from WWE and as opposed to what a lot of people have been saying. Uh, Yeah, when they they left in what, 2012, I think, and then came back in 2013, they were like so much different. They they could wrestle again. Or not again, but wrestle. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, I think, helped out big time. And I think John Cena did help out big time behind the scenes with that. Yeah. With wrestling I, I think that it, def- it definitely helps to uh, be for, be uh, married to the top dog of the business, of the industry. Well, she's not married. John well, Cena refuses that's to true. get married. Yeah. Do you not watch Total Bellas? <laughs> I should. It's so awkward. Yeah. They talk about quickies and, I don't know, is that chocolate milk? Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about. Nesquik? Are you kidding me? You couldn't even, like, put that together? Mm. Or do you not uh, know what, what the other thing was that I said? 
Next up, you had the Miz and the Spirit Squad team up to take on and defeat uh, Ziggler, Slater, and Rhino. Um, do you have anything to say about this? I'm enjoying the hell out of this. I know you probably hate it, but I, I'm actually absolutely liking the fact that Spirit Squad's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I would have never guessed that they would be wrestling after <clears throat> after that one-off that they had. I'm surprised how skinny uh, Doan is. Yeah, or Doan, whatever his Ken, name is. Ken Doan looks, yeah, he got really skinny. Yeah, he looks like he lost a lot of muscle. I don't know. I'm not going to start any rumors, but he definitely lost a lot of weight before coming making this return. Um, I, I'm I'm behind this 100, percent and I think it's awesome that like the fans are behind uh, Heath Slater big time for this. They they cheer for him, and which is just crazy. Like go back how many months ago would you ever expect that? Uh, no, of uh, course not. Yeah, how can so. you see this coming at all? Yeah, and uh, Miz Miz was able to hit Heath Slater after Kenny kicked out of a pin. Which I thought that was going to be the, the that roll up on Kenny. I thought it was going to be it, but uh, Miz hit Heath Slater and then Kenny rolled him up for the win. Which that was just completely unexpected. Now, do you think that they're going to stick around after this to be a part of the tag team division for a I little bit? Have no idea. Would you be opposed to it? No, absolutely not. I, like, how could I? Now, what about compared to? I mean, these are veterans of the ring coming back. I mean, is this on the same page as other people coming back from their past to join the WWE for just a short period of time? Like New Age Outlaws, uh, Dudley Boys, stuff like that. Just I don't to know. This is, more so, this is more so like a Marty Jannetty type of thing. So it's not even that big? I wouldn't Compared say not that big. When Marty came back, it was big. I never thought it was. Are you kidding me? They teamed up in the main event of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it's just Marty. Which I still, I don't understand. If they knew they were doing that, why did HBK not dress up like the Rockers? Mm. That was still so disappointing. Probably saw it as a... A, a downgrade. Himself. Yeah. Wait, so what are you saying here? No. What, what are you trying to say with the with the Spirit Squad? Do you, you don't think it's... You, you're not a fan of them. You don't think it's a I'm, big thing. No, I mean... Uh, I'm a fan of them, but I'm also – they don't – I was never a fan of them uh, back in the day as much as you were. So to me, it's just a, a tag team. So do it's you put it on cool. the same page as like who, who are you trying to say coming back? Like a Kurt Hawkins or Jinder Mahal or – No, I mean like old school. Like I mean these – when was the last time we saw these guys? Older than Hawkins. Been, 2005 been probably. Yeah, so over ten years, but still, like, what, like, who else would it? Are you putting them on the same, in the same category as? No, no, like I can't. Jim, like of, Jim Duggan or Tatanka when he came back. I I can't think off the top of my head with it. Well, but I just gave you two examples. Were that not? Were that not, not that. good? No. Uh, next up, you had Baron Corbin picked up the victory over Jax Wager. Nothing to say here, right? No. What? Like, uh, what would you like? Yeah. Like, screw you. Yeah. Main event of the evening, Ellsworth picked up the victory over AJ Styles thanks to a DQ uh, in his number one contender, well, uh, his uh, title shot. 
Yeah, before this match took place, uh, Dean Ambrose was backstage wearing a referee shirt, and Daniel Bryan's like, bro, you're not going to be a ref for this match. And he goes, oh, come on, I'll be fair, I'll do it down the middle. And he goes, no, you could be anything else. So Dean Ambrose was everything else, basically. Yeah. He sat ringside, and right off the bat, just ringing the bell over and over and over again. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought this match was really fun. I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoyed have fun with watching it. I enjoyed it very much. So the crowd yeah. got a huge pop once uh, Ellsworth hit that uh, sweet chin music. Yeah, well, I, I didn't think music. I didn't think I would enjoy this match just based off of like I don't know how to say it. Like I had a like based off of who was in it, just like a jobber versus AJ Styles. Yeah, but uh, with the fans getting behind it and whatnot, I I liked it so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, commentary was just awful here. I'm sure they were getting fed stuff from backstage, making yeah. fun of Ellsworth's appearance and stuff. I wouldn't mind uh, what's his face. Uh, I wouldn't mind hearing Vince McMahon on commentary more. Like I, I definitely want to hear him on commentary again at some point. Well, it's not. You, I thought he was always one of the best. Yeah, well, I didn't watch back then, so I can't judge it. Yeah. I just know it from uh, him yelling in the video game. But, uh, yeah, so Dean Ambrose, tried. he advertised James Ellsworth's shirt on the Titantron, which is outselling people's merchandise on WWE Shop. Yeah, I wrote that down. He's outselling Seth Rollins, Goldberg, uh, AJ Styles. What about John Cena? No, that's untouchable. So it's well, no, it's not untouchable because wasn't Zack Ryder out selling John Cena? I didn't think so. I think I, I'm almost certain that, that in 2012 he was out selling Cena. Oh, interesting. I'm almost positive, not positive, but almost positive. Almost. Yeah. So, but I I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Ellsworth versus AJ Styles again after mm-hmm. AJ. I mean, AJ got himself DQ'd basically by not listening to the ref, the five count. Yeah. So. I mean, is he? Shouldn't he not like? Should he not be owed a, another title shot after that? Hmm. I thought. I, I, I thought for sure. I thought for sure on talking smack, Daniel Bryan was going to be like, "Well, guess what? I mean, you got yourself DQ'd, so it's kind of unfair to James Ellsworth." Next week, we'll see James Ellsworth versus AJ Styles again, but he announced it was going to be Ambrose versus AJ. So, yeah. So I was looking forward to hearing him say that, but it wasn't. Mm-mm. But you never know what the future holds. Hey, the future holds what it holds. Never know. So uh, moving on from SmackDown to some NXT results from this week, which I thought was a fantastic show up and down from backstage segments to the matches itself. Up and down. Fantastic. Uh First round match of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. You saw No Way Jose and Rich Swan team up and defeat Tony Nese and Drew Gulak, uh, which is unfortunate that that Tony Nese and Drew Gulak didn't go further in this. Yeah, I mean it was a tough pairing because you could say that with No Way Jose and Rich Swan too. Yeah, I just I mean, that's such a random pairing. Like that's why I don't understand why. Uh, Cedric Alexander wasn't teaming with Rich Swan. Like mm-hmm. the, some of the teams are just super off. Yeah, but uh-huh. this, I thought this match was great. 
Um, up next, you saw Bobby Roode defeating Sean Maluda from the Cruiserweight Classic. I was actually very impressed with Maluda uh, in that yeah, Cruiserweight I mean, Classic. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to see him back on NXT. Yeah. And then uh, after this, Liv Morgan was cutting a promo backstage on Billy Kay and Peyton Royce about them jumping her or whatever. And then they jumped her and dragged her out to the crowd, not to the crowd, to the entrance ramp. And cut a promo on her, which it's like, that's like the next generation of women wrestlers right there. I yeah. Thought, I thought Peyton Royce and Billy Kay did a phenomenal job with this. I agree with you. I think that is very good. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I think that this pairing is awesome. Um, and it's a lot of fun to watch, especially compared to what they have been putting out there. Yeah. So, next up, you had the Dusty, in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. We had first round matchup Austin Aries coming out to take on Tucker Knight and Otis uh, Dozovich. And Austin Aries had a mystery tag team partner. And Roderick Strong's name appeared on that Titantron and he made his debut at Full Sail University. Crowd erupted, loved it. Roderick Strong made his way to the ring. Austin Aries, Roderick Strong, Team NXT, finally, uh, or no, uh, Generation NXT, taking on Tucker Knight. Is that what their name is? Yeah, Generation Me in uh, Ring of Honor. So uh, everybody's been calling them Generation uh, NXT. Um, But awesome stuff, awesome match, very impressive. Yeah, I was impressed with, uh, with Tucker Knight and Otis Dozovic, too. The moves that they were doing was like they were like doing like fun guy like big guy stuff too. It was like weird to see that, but uh, but yeah, it was. I thought they were. They, I'm looking forward to them teaming up more in NXT too. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you saw Nikki Cross defeating Danielle Camella and like not just defeating her, like completely beating the hell out of her. Yeah, it was like that's why it sounded wrong. I was right. It wasn't Generation Me. It, it was Generation Next. So that's why it was Generation NXT. Oh. That's, Generation Me was Young Bucks in TNA. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't that the Young Bucks? Yeah, Generation Next was Aries and Strong and a few other wrestlers in Ring of Honor. Uh, Jack Evans, I think, was in there. But that was their stable. So that's why it's Generation NXT now. Which is still Generation Next. Yeah, Generation Next, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Nikki Cross just, like, is, like, a completely psychopath. <laughs> like, just defeating, just beating the hell out of Danielle. Yeah, I'm she a was, she was, she was, like, she was scratching herself in the face. She was biting her own hand. I, I like this gimmick. I, I'm a fan. I think it's really, it's sick, it's twisted, it's fun. Yeah. Show me more. And then cool. uh, NXT closed the show out with Nakamura coming out to speak about Samoa Joe and NXT TakeOver. And Patrick Clark cut him off and was like, we've already seen that match. Let's see another match. And then challenged uh, Nakamura. And Samoa Joe came out and refs held him back. And uh, Patrick Clark attacked Nakamura from behind only to have Nakamura uh, get the better of him and hit the Kinshasa Kinshasa, Kinshasa. I was just about. I was just thinking that I am never pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, Kinshasa. 
actually until then. Yeah, so if you call, if you do it on the spot, I'll I, I'll never remember his finisher name. Yeah, I don't know. Kinsasha. Kin, Kinsasha. What's her name? I think it's Kinsasha. No, Kinshasa. What's her name? It's not for me to know. It's for you to know. <laughs> I'm. I know it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. But that's NXT. Definitely check out NXT this week. Yeah, go check it out. This tag team classic is so much fun to be watching. Um, and then you have so much new new faces on NXT to be uh, cheering on too. I mean, Bobby Roode, Nikki Cross, now Austin Aries. I mean. Don't be left out of this. Billy Kay, Peyton Ross, Liv Morgan. It's awesome stuff going on down there. It's Royce, bro. I know. Royce. And Bob Ross and, and Eric Eric Old. Mm. But uh, we'll take a break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, this is Bob Camp, Ren and Stimpy director, and I directed Mad Dog Hoek, everybody's favorite wrestling cartoon. We got a little message here from Lump and Loaf. We know where you live. We know where your parents live. All right, so watch out, because they're going to get you. And be sure to listen to Marking Out, all right? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 298 of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Uh, kicking this segment off with some outside the ring news. Uh, World Wrestling Council had its 43rd anniversary show this past weekend. Uh, shows, I should say, three of them. And uh, the Shining Stars worked two days against different teams. Um, other people on the show was Jeff Hardy, Carlito, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, and well, course, talking about well, Del Rio. I was going to say, of course, though, the, the World Wrestling Council was is owned by their father, so... Yeah, but it's interesting oh. that WWE allows them to go to ha- go out and do that. They're like, "Well, we're not using you, so uh, of course you can do it." Nah, they don't care. Well, I mean, they've worked them. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but talking about Del Rio, him and his Paige's relationship are supposed to be a storyline on Total Divas, or covered a little bit, or especially with covering her surgery and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting to see what's going to be shown, what's not, where it cuts off. Are they going to, like, show him getting fired or released? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be interesting to see about that. Um, and I think we mentioned last week about them getting engaged, right? No, we didn't, I don't think. No, well, on the same note, Paige proposed to Del Rio in the ring at WWC, I believe. Uh, and, yeah, now they are engaged to be married. So It's usually what engaged is. Yeah. They're engaged to have a conversation with each other. Hey, sounds engaging. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on the same topic of Paige, she did have neck surgery this week. It was uh, successful because she had a hernia, hernia in her neck. Herniated disc, yeah. I believe. Uh, also, uh, WWE developmental contracts are being signed. Three big talents, Tommy Ed, Big Damo, and Crazy Mary Dobson. Tommy Ed, we saw at PWG Bola recently where he had his... Uh, it was like we saw him? Well, in the videos and stuff we did. Uh, his fair, He had his farewell, his send-off with Tommaso Ciampa and... Um, Co- not Cody Rhodes. Uh, I forgot who else was in the ring with them. It was Ciampa, Tommy Ed, and someone else that had their send-off. Uh, big Damo, been rumored he had his tryout a while ago. Very happy to see him. And then Crazy Mary Dobson, we've seen her in the WWE NXT ring before. And we heard rumors of her possibly being signed. So, And she's like a, a hardcore brawler, which is going to be interesting. 
And rumor is floating around that she may be the person that they're bringing in to be Sister Abigail. No, no, no. What rumors are floating around? Well, there's rumors that are floating around. I could see it. I wouldn't mind seeing her being brought in as a Sister Abigail character. I think that would be very interesting. I think I don't want a Sister Abigail character. No. I I wouldn't mind it. I don't want that at all. Why? Well, is that because first of all, is it like brother and sister, or like sister as in like church? I don't know. Let it let it play out. It's a church thing. That's what he he was talking about. School, like Catholic school or whatever, isn't it? I don't know if you're joking or serious. No, I'm serious. I don't know. Sister Abigail showed me the way. Maybe nuns do that. But it would be interesting. I think that it would be cool to see her in that role as Sister Abigail. And Big Damo, I think big things could come from Big Damo and Tommy N too. So awesome stuff there. Hideo Tommy, his next uh, injury is not as severe as they originally thought. He should only be out for two months, but even still, uh, it, it, it still stinks, especially because he just came back from his injury. And now his replacement is GJP, which... Super disappointing. (laughs) So, Um, but uh, some news on NXT Takeover Toronto. Uh, Apparently, Asuka's opponent was scheduled to be Trish Stratus, and then they learned that she was pregnant, so they had to change it. Yeah, so her second child on the way. Uh, Which is so funny. I was going to say, which is still so funny to me at the Hall of Fame when people were booing. The fact that she had a fiance, or not a fiance, had a husband. Yeah. And then uh, found out that she was pregnant, and everyone started like going crazy for the dude, like cheering him on and stuff. Yeah. That was funny. So. But yeah, so Mickey James versus Oscar should be a good match. Uh, of course. Um, I guess not as high profile as it would have been Trish Stratus versus Oscar in Canada, but I still think it's up there. Talking of babies. Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan announced that they will be having a baby girl. Um, I'm not too sure when the baby is due, but that's very awesome. Congratulations to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's too bad that's not a son to follow. Why is that? Well, I mean, you know, you'd like to see Daniel Bryan's son get into WWE. Well, I mean, nothing we really, to say that his daughter. Do we really? I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting. That, well, will he even pretty, uh, would he even let his kid get into professional wrestling to begin with? No, I think he's actually said on interviews that he doesn't want his child to be a wrestler. What if they're like, "Dad, I want to be a wrestler." He'd be like, "I don't care. You're going to see your prom." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> WWE development talent uh, Terrence John Jack Jock, I meant was. Yeah. <laughs> was arrested on Sunday after allegedly striking his pregnant girlfriend. And uh, WWE suspended him indefinitely for that because they have the zero tolerance policy. Yeah, so unfortunate. I mean, there's always, we don't know the story or anything like that, but we hope everyone involved is is safe, everyone is good, and justice is served. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles. Well, okay. But, well, I was going to say there was some Royal Rumble match teasing with Triple H and Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's floating around there. And so is AJ Styles tweeting out the other day uh, an image of him facing off with HBK. 
for Royal Rumble. Yeah. So will we see that? Allegedly, Triple H, uh, HBK won't have another match because he wants to be uh, respectful towards his storyline with The Undertaker being a retirement match. So we'll see if that actually does take place. That would be awesome. But, of course, it's just probably AJ Styles having fun with the uh, internet. Especially because it's in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Undertaker, they've been showing pictures of him on crutches Mm. recently. Apparently, he just had surgery. I don't know what on, but... Very um, uh, unfortunate if it's true. We wish him a speedy recovery, and that stinks. I can really uh, wish in- Paige's speedy recovery. Yeah. Uh, no, that, yeah. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Well, because I didn't wish Undertaker speedy recovery. I don't not wish him one. Yeah. Indie results. <laughs> 10-14, Warriors of Wrestling taking place. Brooklyn beat down in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, some matches that took place. Aldo Rose picked up the victory over Mike Law. El Torito teamed up with Juba to defeat Jay George and Steve Scott. Brooklyn Brawler picked up the victory over Logan Black. You had Darius Carter defeat Chris Steeler via disqualification. And then the WOW heavyweight title was on the line as Rude Boy Riley successfully defeated Mark Haas. Uh, And so much more took place at that event, so go check out Warriors of Wrestling. On the 14th of October in Cleveland, Ohio... You had House of, Hard- House of Hardcore 19, uh, the underground luchador, which was Matt Stryker, took on and defeated Alex Reynolds. You had Facade pick up a victory over John Silver. Nice to see Facade on that House of Hardcore roster. Yeah, Kevin Thorne picked up the victory against Bull James. He, he's actually so, uh, Facade. He's someone that we don't see enough of. We were introduced to him at uh, an at, uh, indie show. And we were so blown away by his talent that, but we don't get to see him that much traveling up and down the East Coast or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I think he usually sticks to like uh, Chicago region, but I'm not too sure. But we'd love to see more of him. Um, you had a special referee, Mar- Marty Bell, in the match. Candice LeRae picking the victory over Jessica Havoc. Yeah, Hornswoggle teamed up with Team Tremendous to take on and defeat Matt Justice, Hale Collins, and Vic Delicious. Bob Holly picked up the victory over Sammy Callahan. Tony Nese lost to Matt Cross. He also had a hardcore triple threat. EC3 picked up the victory over Rhino and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Nah. On, on the, also on the 14th, we had WrestlePro in Preskill, New Jersey. Mario Bokara picked up the victory over Matt McIntosh. Taboo Crew defeated the Wrestlepreneurs and Applecore. Yeah, you also had C-Buddy, Deanna Perrazzo. Gemma Cross and Katarina Lee. Lay? Lee. Lee. Defeated Antoinette Marie, Beatrice, Helen Vale, and Jen Marfa. The, the Wrestle Pro titles on the line. Bobby Wayward, the champion, defeated Anthony Bowens. Chris Avery Queeling picked up the victory over the Beach Bumps in a handicap match, the real one. The Aesthetic Males picked up the victory against the Bromans, all three of the Bromans. DJ Nico. was there. Nico Shrigos picked up the victory over Chris Payne. Uh, Francis Kiplin Stevens, Giant Leather, Habib from the Car Wash, and Sanjay Dutt. And the Wrestle Pro Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Heavenly Bodies were defending their titles against Pat Buck and the big guy Ryback. And uh, new WrestlePro Tag Team Champions, Ryback and Pat Buck, picked up the victories there. 
Yeah, also on the 14th, EPWE, oh, okay. Underground Battle Against Breast Cancer, 2016. Uh, you had just a few matches to take uh, to make mention of. Um, South Philly's finest picked up the victory over the Down Boys, the Midnight Sensation, and the Midnight Sensations to become the new uh, dog wrestling tag team champions. Yeah, what else? Also, Gangan, Anthony Gangan picked up victory over Smiley to regain, retain his House of Glory World Heavyweight Championship. Kai, Kai Katana yep. defeated TJ Marconi to retain the EPW Championship. Uh, yeah. And uh, Jordan Grace defeated Miranda Vionette. She's now the uh, number one contender for the Women's Championship at their event in January. Yeah, taking place next day, Warriors of Wrestling Livewire. Taking place on the 15th, Jay George, Logan Black, and Mr. Hughes picked up the victory over Aldo Ross, El Torito, and it's, Brooklyn it's Brawler. It's Rose, bro. Oh, I said Ross again. Yeah. What the heck? I did that before <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just like Bob Ross. Maybe. Maybe you like Ross Perot. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you like Ross from Friends. Maybe. <laughs> I'm running out of Rosses. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the WOW Tag Team titles were defended in a three-way match. LW Estates are the new Tag Team Champions. They defeated absolutely Caucasian, who were the former champions, and the Perfect Strangers. Yeah, also in your main event, you had the WOW Heavyweight title on the line. Rude Boy Riley defeated Juba uh, by DQ. Rude Boy Riley still walking away with the title. Yeah. So, awesome stuff there. Believe 130 on iPay-Per-View, taking place on the 15th in Orlando, Florida. Thea Trinidad picked up the victory over An Amber Nova. Seth Petruzzelli defeated Braden Knight. Yeah, Petruzzelli, uh, formerly a UFC fighter. So pretty big hype uh, debut right there. That was his debut match. Uh, and then the main event, the AWA Florida Tag Team titles were on the line. Johnny Vandal and Ty uh, Tyrannis picked up the victory over Josh Hess and Mike Reed to become the new Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to this, on the 15th, we had WrestlePro in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, we saw Reality Check pick up the victory over Romance. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo defeated Katarina Lee. Chris Payne defeated Fala Ba and Sanjay Dutt. Hot Dog Starks defeated Buster Jackson, Joe Bronson, Onyx, and Zima Ion. Johnny Clash and X-Pac picked up the victory over Tabu Crew. Chris Avery Kuehling defeated Hush. Mario Bokarad defeated Delroy Alexander. And Dan Ma versus Ryback went to a no contest. Yeah, also the 15th House of Hardcore 20, uh, a combination show with IWC and Elizabeth PA. Elizabeth? Bull James. Elizabeth? Okay, relax, because oh, that, was, that was, do that again. Let me hear Elizabeth? Great Scott. That's what it sounded like to me. Maybe. Elizabeth! Elizabeth! Great Scott! That's what it Great sounds like. Scott! You sound like you're doing an impression of... Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. I nice. said Chris Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bull, Bull James, but <laughs> I said my germs. <laughs> my germs. He's always funny. I see you, uh, French piece. <laughs> Bull James picked the victory over Kevin Thorne. Uh, for the vacant, uh, I believe it's a new title, the IWC Super Indie Championship. 
Uh, Chris LaRusso defeated Facade. Yeah, Alex Reynolds picked up the victory over Dan Barry and John Silver. Bob Holly defeated EC3. Team Labar picked up the victory over Andrew Palace, Jimmy Vegas, and Matt Stryker. Tony Nese defeated Matt Cross. Candice LeRae, Swaggle, and Tommy Dreamer defeated Allie, Braxton Sutter, and Jessica Havoc. And in the main event, Rhino defeated Sammy Callahan. Still, yeah. would have liked to have seen Heath Slater included into both of those shows. Would be nice. Would be like, I don't understand, like, how do they not do that? I mean, if you're going to have to, uh, Tony Nese and Rhino... Well, and Nese is a these, little different of a Yeah, okay, situation. if you're going to have Rhino appearing, why not just have Heath Slater appearing? Like, especially, like, just, like, WWE should just be like, oh, can we have Slater there to, like, promote us? Yeah. It makes sense. Um, also on the 15th, Evolve 70 in Orlando, Florida. Darby Allen picked up the victory over Anthony Henry. Nathan Cruz picked up the victory over Jason Kincaid. Nope. The Gatekeepers defeated C.T. Brown and Rex Brackus. Fred, yeah, he defeated Dustin. Uh, for the Evolve title, Timothy Thatcher defeated Ethan Page. Timothy Thatcher, he's, how long, he's been the Evolve champion for a long time now. Yeah, quite some time. Yeah. Uh, Sabre Jr. defeated Tracy Williams. Chris Hero defeated Drew Gulak. You think it's cooler to call him Sabre Jr. or Zack Sabre Jr.? Sabre Jr.? Zack Sabre Jr.? Hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll go with Zack Sabre Jr. Sabre Jr. sounds sick enough to be its own name, though. Okay, so. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle picked up a victory over A.R. Fox. Yeah. On the um, 16th of October. Evolve 71 took place in Arbor City, Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of laugh was that? I don't know. Drew don't know. Gulak picked up the victory over Timothy, Timothy Thatcher. Tracy Williams defeated Jason Kincaid. The Gatekeepers defeated Eric Locker and Joe Coleman. Ethan three no oh, man, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to that's what happened third. when you try to imitate Brandon Ethan Page defeated almost, Sammy Callahan almost happened again it's yeah, a no. big weekend for Callahan over there yeah uh, Dustin defeated Darby Allen Saber Junior defeated Fred Yehi and Chris Hero defeated Matt Riddle some upcoming indie shows taking place on the twenty seventh. 5th of October, create a pro bound for the floor, Hicksville, Long Island. Costumes are legal match. Delroy Alexander, Pat Buck, CPA, and Kip Stevens taking on Kai Katana, Kyle Reynolds, Mikey, and TJ Warren. Rude Boy Riley, Rude Boy Riley will be taking on Joe Bronson. Kevin Matthews taking on Maxwell Jiggy Preston. The uh, Johnny Silver will be taking on Anthony Bowens. You got the cab, cab team champion. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't do an accent. Okay. You don't get to do accents on the show. My bad, my bad. Because Cross when you when you do accents, your accents don't turn out correctly. That's true. That's true. Like, That's oh, why. What, never... what, it's like what accent are you crying doing? Oh, I was yeah. doing Ohio, Brooklyn. I don't. I don't know. I don't put a label to my accents. Yeah, that would be your accents aren't real. Your accents suck, bro. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Sorry to That's fake laugh at that. No, it's rude. It's rude. <laughs> Sorry for of you. following that up with a fake laugh. No, it's rude of you to. 
You're like, I'm going to go over here and do an impression of an accent, and I'm not even going to do an accent. What was that supposed to do? What that's that? you. That's exactly what, what you said. That? I was, was mirroring. That was, I was so not me. That was I was two weeks ago. Mirroring you. Mirroring that, what you. What was that? What do you mean two weeks ago on the podcast? All what right, voice off. Ready? Go. What What do you? What is the voice off, bro? I have no idea. Quick, but <laughs> quick, tip. Kenosha. Do a Kenosha accent. Kenosha. Oh, I'm from Kenosha. Oh, I'm from Kenosha. <laughs> you're just you know you're just saying what I'm saying. Kenosha. Do you even know where Kenosha is? Nope. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember the Kenosha Kickers from from Home Alone? Oh, no. we're here from the Kenosha Kenosha Kickers. I don't remember. Are you kidding me, John Candy? Oh, I don't the polka band uh, that she wrote. Yeah, I know. I know the polka band. So go on. You ever hear that rumor? Well, oh, that theory well, about John that. Candy being the devil. No. Yeah, apparently, like he's the devil. There's a theory out there for Home Alone where John Candy is actually the devil, and she, the mom, pays like her due with the devil. To so, so she's Ghost Rider. Pretty much. That was a spoiler alert for any of you guys that watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh! <laughs> what? Cap Tag Team Championship on the line. Massage Envy picked up the victory over Smart, Mark Sterling, and Johnny Clash. What was the... Oh! Wait, spoiler. No, it's, not a, it's not a real spoiler. It's just, I mean, Ghost Riders and the title of the show this season. That's true. Uh, and then the Creative Pro Championship will be on the line as the champion Max Caster defends the title against Kevin Tibbs, Tony Nese, and Alex Reynolds in a fatal four-way match. So check it out. Hicksville, Long Island, Creative Pro, bound for the floor. Yeah, you... Long Island. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. That's that is right. right. Time for <laughs> Shameless plugs. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust on Twitter. Also go check out Team Awesome 418 on Twitter and on Facebook, Team Awesome 418. Awesome, awesome Lorenzo over there. Check out Eric at Montreal Broski first thing in the morning. The awesome Let's Play YouTube channel where it's the only show where we roll out of bed and start playing some games. So go check him out. Uh, go check out ProWrestlingTees.com. Go support all of us on that website. Buy t-shirts galore. Um, I don't know. Anything else to promote? Anything you want to promote? I, I have my own thing. Yeah, that's true. All right. Go on with your own thing. Shoutouts? Ready shoutouts gonna make you pregnant. Right off the bat is an anti-shoutout. That's how I like it. Going to 2K. On behalf of WW2K17, just because they pat themselves on the back way too much for a job well done. They act as if this game is all roses, but everybody knows it's not. I'm sure anyone that plays knows that there's a bunch of glitches. Yeah, so I, I saw a video of some of these glitches. What are your thoughts about these? I just, I don't understand how you release, like, I'm like all games I guess do, but like, I just I don't understand how you look. Do you not hire people to test the game? Yeah, it's unfortunate because they take so much time and effort into these games. Yet it's once they release it, it looks like they didn't put that much time and effort into the things that into the small details that matter, like glitches. 
Yeah, but I mean, overall, it just seems like the same game for me as last year's with different features. But yeah. uh, like, it's it's just like, first of all, I hate the menu. I really hate the menu, and I hate having to search for created wrestlers online because it's like completely different. And like the algorithm, I think is off. A lot of the algorithm, I think, is off in the game. Mm-hmm. But um, just like simple things, like every every single time I have a match in my career, the referee rings the bell twice. Okay, like how does that? How do you let that happen? Like, ding, ding. <clears throat> like he starts the match, ding ding ding, and then he goes, ding ding ding, and starts waves it on again to start it. That's it happens annoying. twice. Yeah. And there's, like, features here and there. It's like, I don't like watching the entrances and stuff, so I shut it off. But is there no way for me to shut off, like, the intros for SmackDown and stuff in between? Mm-hmm. It's like when I play the game, it's all, all I'm doing is, is it's like loading. Yeah. Loading. Playing this. Going to this. And like, I barely get to have fun playing a match. Which is why I, I liked Universe a lot last year. Because I just go in there, set up feuds and stuff, and have matches. But now I have so much... It's so much more work. You have to go in there. You have to cut promos. You have to uh, have those intros and stuff. You just can't shut them off. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I don't like the universe menu menu either. I think last Why year. Why was new to it? Like now, it's just uh, for. Uh, I was. I, I skipped like three shows in a row, not knowing how to start universe mode. Because mm-hmm. you have to just. You have to. Um, it just goes to um, like a menu where it's like a single match. And then you click R1 for the next match and, and so on and so forth. But you hit X to actually go into the show or whatever. And then you go to each match. But like last year, it showed you each single match lined up. Like match, rival, match, match, rivalry, match. Like you could scroll up and down very easily. This one, you have to like take time and effort. Everything is more time. Mm-hmm. Creating a superstar took. I, I wanted to like cry. I I, I, did, I did not have fun at all whatsoever, having to create somebody, and then having How? to take that created superstar into my career and having to redo the move set because you can't copy and and paste the move set in. That was super annoying, and I just I was like screw this, and my yeah. my moves are just like generic moves for the most part in creative creative wrestler modes. I mean, Let's also not forget about the glitches that they have involving the unmasking of masked wrestlers. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. I don't know. I haven't found that, but I see the videos of people doing that. Yeah, I mean, they unmask Kalisto. They unmask uh, the the Luchador. What are they? Yeah, the Luchadores. Yeah, Matadores. Um, and uh, Sin Cara and a few other, like Kane. And it's just very – it's an odd – like, why would you even allow something like that to take place? How? Why would you not put a preventative in there to stop that from happening? Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's a pretty crucial thing. I mean, back in No Mercy, you would be able to take off Kane's mask, but it was just like a burnt uh, face underneath. You could have done something like that for everybody, or put just a generic face. You didn't have to keep no, you their can't. Face. Yes, you do, because they show actual features in those masks. Well, That's I why when Sinkara, he has a generic face because you don't see his face through his mask. If you if if he was wearing a mask like Mistez's, where his where the eye holes were cut out, 
that he would 100% have his real face in the game. But then why wouldn't you, if you have a master wrestler like Kalisto, why wouldn't you just put a generic face underneath? Because it's his actual face and actual facial features. Like, I don't understand why you see... I understand what you're saying and everything, I but I... It's because it looks like Kalisto and not a created superstar. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I just, it's just unfortunate that this is actually something that's in there. And then with with creating the the alternate attires for for wrestlers in the game, I was under the uh, impression that you could save uh, two attire slots. Like one would be the the one that's in the game, and then you could save a second attire under their slot. But every single time I go to save the second attire, it changes it into a new superstar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what what's going on with that. But I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this update to happen. So it so it could just happen. So I yeah. so I don't get like cuz people have been like losing game data over downloading created superstars. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that to happen. Yeah. And then in my career I clicked off no for my friends created superstars to come into my game. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden I'm facing young Richard or Richard Young. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate uh, that he made it to your roster. <laughs> I beat him the other day. <laughs> That's funny. And then I'm facing Chuck Norris. I'm like, you think this is funny? I'm like texting him, like, what is this? Like, I, <laughs> I specifically clicked off no, and I and here I got Chuck Norris in my in my my career mode now. That would really annoy me. Yeah, because it's really like, annoy me. Yeah, but whatever. Like I wasn't like I was I was like contemplating restarting career mode. But if yeah. it already, but if it happened once before, what's to say it's not going to happen again? That like, if I click no, that yes is going to pop up or whatever. That like they're going to come in. So and I already like I didn't want to have to do more work with NXT with the Performance Center. Yeah, which I was kind of disappointed. I went from the Performance Center right up to SmackDown. No NXT or anything. I was just huh. in the rankings for the U.S. Championship, which isn't even a SmackDown title. What are your thoughts about that, man? Yeah, I, I was really I was hoping for NXT, but now I'm just on the SmackDown roster in spot number four, waiting for a U.S. title shot. I went and I yes. called out I called out Undertaker right away. I beat beat Undertaker. Then I figured I'd call out the U.S. Champion Rusev. Mm-hmm. Called him out. Beat Rusev. Didn't get to win the championship because I'm still in that fourth spot. Well, that's messed up. Paul Heyman came in, came up to me the other day and told me I, my moves suck. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. So so helpful there. Yeah, but it's like overall, like I'm I'm glad that the, that the roster's updated. So I'm just I'm waiting for the Hall of Fame showcase and the, all the season pass stuff. I can't wait for that stuff to come out. Yeah. Uh, I could do with or without the video game. Yeah, of course, because you do not have a PlayStation Three. Even we've been through. Even this. if I, even you if I did, it, I, I would rather play other games than that. Like what? Halo. Yeah. Did you just say Halo? Wait, no, seriously, did you say Halo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who plays Halo anymore? I don't know. Why would you even say Halo? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But uh, next next shout out is an actual shout out. Going, oh yeah, we're still doing the shout outs. Yeah, going to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill because uh, they're playing Barclay Center. 
I got a ticket to see them, which is next October. I wish it was sooner than that. That's so wild that people are selling tickets like a full over a year in advance. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, but. that's super. Like, I think that might be the longest I've ever bought a ticket from. Yeah. Like, other than, like, five, six months out, seven months out, I got Billy Joel. I got a ticket. I don't know if I said that last week. I think I said I was hoping to get a ticket for that. Maybe you didn't. I'm not positive. But, uh, and then the last shout-out goes to Macy's because after weeks of searching for something I needed for a Halloween costume, I finally found it there. Like, I went, like, weeks searching for one item. Care to share a little bit more in detail or no? No, it was. It's a shirt, but people will eventually. I'm sure they'll eventually see it. Ah! I just need to go to a Halloween party now. Brandon is a mystery. I was invited to a Halloween party, so I think I will go to that. All right, there you go. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, are you gonna dress up for Halloween? You going anywhere? Doing anything fun or? I'm not too sure. We have so much upcoming where I don't, I don't know. I'm on the border right now. I'm not too sure what I'm going to be doing. Uh, I have a few ideas as costume-wise, but nothing crazy. I'm going to go think as the guy crazy. from Halo. No, no, no. I'll probably, I'm probably going to repeat a costume that I've done in the past. Nothing new. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to come up with new costume ideas. Yeah, like I may just toss on like my Phantom of the Opera mask or something like that. But it's stupid. But uh, just repeating a costume or really oh, it's completely stupid. But I, I don't, I can't think of anything. I don't have that much time. Just to paint your face it. white and go as a mime. That could work. You don't even have to talk to anyone that night. Perfect. You just sit there, drink a little bit, eat some candy. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, moving on from my shoutouts to our our. moment of the week um i marked out this week for the new trailers that were released for logan uh the new wolverine that, that movie was just depressing man yeah I, sad. just just automatically having that song oh yeah i love that song hurt by johnny cash that's an amazing yeah. song but uh yeah it looks like maybe Weapon 23 is involved in this movie. It's going to be interesting. And also the Guardians of the Galaxy new uh, movie. They had a little teaser that dropped the other day. That was very interesting as well. Tell me he didn't melt your heart at the end. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, come on. How doesn't he? Good yeah. old Groot? No, Batista is Drax. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Groot. I, I know. So adorable. That's like one of the Funko that I, I still would like. There's a, million, like the Funko. there's a million Groots out there. Yeah, I know. There's a D in a box one of Groot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's weird because he's a tree. That's, that's definitely weird. <laughs> yeah. So that is our episode marking out 298 in the books. 
Yeah, Make join sure us you... here next week for episode 299. Yeah, and then the week after, join episode us here for, for 299 again. Yeah, so then the week after that. <laughs> and then the week after that. And 99. After that, and then. But make sure you listen to all of the past episodes on marketout.com, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at marketout, at DaveTheRave, underscore M-O, at BTTG161. Make sure you go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marketout. Go buy all of our t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com slash marketout. Watch all of our YouTube uh, shows and all that fun stuff at youtube.com slash marketout at 11. And, and Taylor Swift, please release an album this year. Yeah, seriously. Like come it, on. it should normally, I mean, like, yeah. Should, I have announced, should have happened already. Well, I mean, there was that one time it was in early November, so. And she's got a big concert in Texas this weekend, so. like Come tomorrow, on, Taylor. So, like, maybe she'll announce a big CD, and then I'll go see her at MetLife Stadium next year. Yeah. Start announcing it. Start <laughs> yeah, announcing so, it. Please. Oh, on. and then uh, um, Stardust, Cody Rhodes, he was on uh, Arrow this past week, so that's pretty awesome, too. But we wish you the... the- Best of luck in your future endeavors.